Um, this conversation that I'm going to have is with Adam Zivo. He's a writer, columnist for the National Post. And it involves the ability to question what's happening at work. However, this differs from the last story because this person questioned what was going on at work within a work meeting. It wasn't over social media. It wasn't anything like that. They were basically in a school board uh, meeting, and um, it involved a transgender books in a library. Here to talk about it, Adam. Uh, welcome to the show. Good to have you on, Adam Zivo. Thanks for having me. So this happened in the Waterloo region, and it's about a teacher who recently asked some questions about the appropriateness of some books on gender and sexuality for children. Can you maybe give us the, the background on this story and, and why uh, it's actually making news? Well, so essentially, there was a Waterloo uh, school board meeting, it was a virtual meeting, in which a teacher named Carolyn Bujowski uh, presented a series of concerns for two books. So one book, which is called Rick, uh, you know, she felt like it was maybe like uh, inappropriately sexualizing children. So the book basically talks about asexuality and tells children that it's okay to be asexual. Um, and she felt that, okay, well, if you uh, give this book to a young child, they might get confused because they may confuse their, you know, regular childhood lack of sexual feelings with, you know, a sexual orientation, a sexuality. Um, and that one was, you know, that book, that, that, that contention wasn't really a big thing. Mm -hmm. uh, but it was the second book that she brought up that ended up creating a bit of a firestorm, which is The Other Boy. Uh, that book tells a story of a transgender teen named Shane. And in the, in the book, a doctor tells Shane there may be side effects to medical transition, to which Shane replies, you know, it's cool. And Brzezowski basically argued that uh, the book trivialized it, you know, trivialized these sort of aforementioned side effects, which include sterilization. And she felt that, you know, medical transition is a very serious choice and that uh, children should be aware of the fact that uh, there are significant consequences to making that choice and that we shouldn't deny children access to that information. Now, when she raised these concerns, she was basically smeared as a transphobe. Uh, she was removed from the meeting and uh, was put. It was a Zoom meeting, though, right? Like, how do you remove somebody from the meeting? Well, you know, the, the thing is, I actually wasn't able to see it because, you okay. know, the Waterloo School Board has, has since taken the YouTube video off. Interesting. Yeah, so it's, it's you, you can't really, like, review it anymore. So there's no chance for, you know, other commentators to look back and see with their own eyes what happened to make their own independent judgments. But so the, was uh, she the, asking for the book to be banned, taken out of the library, or was she just asking for it to be um, considered a little more closely? Well, well, that's the thing is that it's a little bit unclear and we weren't able to really confirm that, but it seems as if, you know, she was, it seemed like she was more just raising concerns about whether right. or not this is appropriate for children. Um, was she asking for a ban? I'm not sure. Many of her supporters seem to want the books banned. I personally don't think they should be banned. And, and the reason for that is that I think that, you know, both books have their virtues in that, you know, yes, some children grow up to be asexual. And if they have a book that talks about how asexuality is normal and it's, you know, you're not a monster if you're asexual, then that can help them. Sure. Um, and, you know, uh, books that depict transgender teens are really valuable for transgender uh, youth because, you know, it helps them feel represented, helps them feel normal, reduces shame and shame and feelings of exclusion are a huge issue for young transgender folk, resulting in negative health outcomes such as suicide. So, so those kinds of books are needed. Absolutely. So, 
So what's the uh, situation with the teacher? Like she got kicked out of the meeting, but is she you know, <clears throat> on any leave or? Uh, well, she's currently being investigated. Right. For... And so um, it's unclear. So the information isn't fully out, but she hmm. created a video where she said that she's being silenced and punished. And is that sort of uh, she's barred from speaking with her students and colleagues. And is that a sort of paid stay at home order? Interesting. So this is really a story about um, just simply questioning what's going on at the school board and then the ramifications of that and, and being labeled as somebody, you know, who might be just uh, concerned as somebody who is insensitive. Well, well, that's the thing, right, is that, you know, it's not it's not a big deal for her to raise these issues. Uh, they're perfectly reasonable issues to raise. Now, personally, I don't think the book should be censored. I personally am very anti-censorship. And even if children's libraries are more curated than community libraries, um, they still shouldn't be stripped of challenging material. Uh, that being said, I also think that it's perfectly reasonable for people to disagree and to talk that out. And, you know, while I may not agree with her concerns about these books, I think that smearing her as a transphobe and punishing her is completely inappropriate. So uh, I guess you're going to continue to follow this story because it looks like it's not over yet. Uh, to the best that I can. Um, the problem is that, you know, with these kinds of incidents, so much of what happens goes on behind the scenes. So it's hard to get access to information and to figure out what's happening with her. So what was your motivation behind writing this? Was it basically to get the message out that we need to have more open conversations with each other? Well, I mean, the thing is, I'm very much against censorship. And um, on top of that, you know, I'm a gay guy. And um, I find these kind of incidents to be embarrassing for the LGBT community. It really gives a lot of fodder to people who don't like LGBTQ people. And so I see something like this, which by all, you know, all rights shouldn't have been a big issue. You know, if the school board trustees had simply heard her out and talked it out, you know, they could have resolved it. They could have maybe respectfully disagreed about what they feel about the book and no one would have cared, you know, but instead the, the board chair decides to go on some sort of histrionic, you know, tirade to, to really, you know, showcase to virtue signal what a good person he is. Right. Um, and then what that does is that it creates this, you know, perception of the LGBT community as being overly censorious and aggressive. And then that endangers my rights and the rights of other people who I know uh, by fostering more resistance to our existence. Well, it's an interesting read, that's for sure. I, I think uh, I'll point people to the National Post and your article, which is uh, Reason Phobic School Board Punishes Teacher Over Valid Questions About Transgender Books and uh, let people have a little uh, a further investigation of it and, and think on it because I think it's it's worth uh, it's worth maybe a conversation. It's I'm happy you joined us to, to talk about it and I think um, the implications are, you know, they're, they're um, many. Well, thank you. I, I'm glad that you brought me on the show to discuss it. Adam Zivo is our uh, friend of the show, I'd like to say, and National Post columnist. Thanks so much, Adam. I really appreciate your time today. Thank you.